Welcome to the Creative Tools podcast. My name is Ashay and I'm immensely passionate about using technology for creativity. On this podcast, I talk to various creators about what tools and technology they use to be creative. My guest today is Alaric Vansil. Alaric is an adventure architect and has been making art and designing tabletop role-playing game adventures and related assets for decades. Most of his work has been enjoyed by friends, but in recent years he has branched out into publishing those adventures online and in printed books. Hi Scott, thanks for visiting my podcast. Thanks for having me, Ashay. I'm happy to be here. So let's dive right in. Uh, my first question is, what do you create? Um, I create uh, tabletop um, role-playing game adventures, and I do a lot of world building. I do maps and illustrations for those games, a bunch of other art related to them. Um, and and uh, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of writing, there's a lot of illustration, there's a lot of cartography involved. It's, it's very cross-discipline. Mm, great um and the creations that you create those are like actual uh physical objects that people can touch or they are digital so my initial digital or uh, my initial creative process is primarily digital but the final outcome um there's a lot of digital assets but they're but um cat is my my wife cat is my publisher and um she actually takes a lot of uh, the work that i do and she's published it into a number of books like physical books hmm. but then uh, my question is can your art be still enjoyed or uh, uh consumed uh, by people digitally or they have to uh, have uh, no i it's yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of digital i post a lot of it digitally so uh like that's the primary focus for kind of get, gathering my audience in the first place is, is posting it digitally um to various to various um social media and and online out there in the wild um because that that's like it's easier to get eyeballs um digitally so um it it is primary, primarily digital. I don't actually have um, an outlet right now uh, to, to produce physical art, like the unique physical artworks, and then get those out in the world. Mm. Okay, great. Um, so I'm going to uh, kind of structure this interview into three main steps uh, for creation. Mm -hmm. The first mm -hmm. one is pre-creation so what happens before you create something then mm -hmm. the actual creation and the post-creation so after yep. you create what happens so let's talk about the pre-creation part sure. so uh and there what i want to understand is uh, as a creator you must be getting a lot of inspiration from uh things surrounding you uh, mm -hmm. how do you record that inspiration what tools mm -hmm. and technology you use to record it and then how do you retrieve it when you want mm -hmm. to uh, create something that's it's that's such a great question um so for me i'm very very much a visual creator i don't i don't um i don't do a lot of writing or typing or that kind of thing at least at least especially for pre-creation um uh 
because of that, I depend a lot on um, sketchbooks, um, digital sketchbooks, um, and then kind of a little bit on a like a like a physical journal. Um, so a lot of it just kind of goes into into brainstorming directly into um, I, my my primary program right now is is Procreate. So um, I have I have. Uh, stacks and stacks of digital art that that are kind of functioning as sketchbooks where I'll where I'll sketch out an idea. Um, sometimes I'll make a few scribbly notes and and all that kind of thing and then and then work from there. Um, if I'm if I'm working in in physical paper sketchbooks, um, that's kind of a pre pre visualization or pre creation. You know, like it's it's the kind of some of the really earliest stuff. Um, um, but it, 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 it gives me a different feel and it, I feel I'm, it, like I'm creative in a slightly different manner, even, even when I'm doing the same physical actions. Um, the journal that I keep um, is really more of a, um, just like a brainstorming tool for me. I put a lot of notes down there just kind of as they come. There's a lot of sketching that goes into it. There's notes and that kind of stuff. Um, but, but that like that's completely disorganized. And then I end up transferring out of, out of there. So uh, eventually you store digitally. That That's what it feels like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately. Is it in my, Procreate? Um, so a lot of it is if, if I'm doing, if I'm doing my, my digital work, it's all like my, my artwork or map creation, that kind of stuff. That's all Procreate. Um, there's, there's uh, a little bit of work in like GIMP, uh, or there might be other like tangential programs, but that's kind of like down the road. Um, the, but if I'm doing writing, because I also do adventure writing, um, like that'll come out of uh, whatever media I put it in and um, that'll go into Google Docs um, and then I'll write everything out there in Google Docs. So this is recording the inspiration. I understand that. But then uh, usually when you record the inspiration and when you are actually creating something, years can go by in between. Sure. Mm -hmm. So how do you make sure that you retrieve? Like how do you <laughs> how do you make sure you don't forget like what, what you record? Uh... So, so I'm, I'm, uh, if I'm, if I'm being honest with myself, I've, I've suffered a number of traumatic head injuries over the years. And, and that's not a joke. I've, I've gotten a number of concussions, um, just from misadventure, not from anything fun like sports. Um, so, uh, I, I actually, um, I don't, mentally retrieve anything. I actually rely a lot on kind of my physical notes to put me back into the mental space of whatever it is I'm working on. That's a lot of where those those sketches come from. So um, unfortunately, the downside is is that because a lot of my sketches, I, and understand, like I've been doing this for decades, right? So like I've got stacks and stacks of, of sketchbooks where I will go back through, I'll just like decide, well, maybe I'll look through this one and I'll open it up and I'll be like, oh, holy crap, look at that. Man, I should do something with that, right? And it might launch me into, into a new journey. Um, so I don't like, really it's, it's, kind of, it, it's kind of a matter of, of trying to 
regularly go back through my notes um, and my my sketches and and all of that stuff and just kind of figuring out have I done something with this do I want to take it further do I want to just kind of leave it here and let it stew do I want to abandon it that kind of thing so do I have a formalized process not really um, <laughs> but uh, you know at least for me the 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 process works for me you know that that um, just remembering because it's, it's also a great joy to go, Oh man, look at this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know? So, but do you tag your sketches at all? Um, no, not really. So I try to maintain a organized file structure and part of the, part of it, um, and this is kind of jumping the gun into the next project or a next topic where, you know, actually creating, mm -hmm. For me, the line very much blurs between um, pre-creation and actual creation. Um, and it's become even blurrier with Procreate because um, I, can, I can sketch out an idea on one layer on Procreate. And then when I decide to move forward with it, I can just add another layer right. and start working directly on it. So um the 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 line very much blurs there's there's it's kind of hard to say okay i'm done with pre-creation i'm going to store this um i'm going to move on to to the next next phase um beyond just like okay i'm ready you know so um i you know, there was a there was a, a a journal taking system that i tried to follow but i think i'm a little just a little too chaotic for it and, and the idea was <laughs> You, you take you take a journal and on the first page or so you start listing all of the things that are in the journal right mm -hmm. so like if you have like uh, blog posts or if you have uh, maps or if you have uh, adventure notes or if you have you know something like that you have each of those and then and they, they they're in a uh, you know vertically along the edge of the paper and then as you work your way through the book you uh, mark the edge of that page in the appropriate row um, so that when you close the book you can see all of the Ooh, different okay. little black tags on that thing so it's supposed to make it easier but like i have tried and tried and it, i just <laughs> i'm too chaotic because um i like you know one day I'm, I'm working on on a map for this project and then a little while later oh that spawns into what if there was an adventure that had this other thing or um you know here's a, a kind of a, a first draft of a of a you know so it gets it gets really kind of scattered and it's hard to kind of keep that tagging up so so that the trigger for you to create something is probably going through your uh, recorded inspiration at a uh, at a cadence and then going l looking at your uh, recorded inspirations and then that may trigger something for you to create uh, is that's, that that's correct that yeah that's part of it it's it that's really when i'm i'm kind of bereft of ideas when i'm when i'm looking when i'm kind of like in in between major inspiration i'll go back through uh older ideas and and revisit concepts but like i i i generate a lot a lot of ideas um mm. and i'm 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 you know like uh i'm currently doing the the inktober uh 2022 uh list and um, it's great because it's 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 31 individual topics. Each has a word, and it keeps me very focused on um, like today we're working on this topic, and tomorrow we're working on that topic, and and so on and so forth. Um, the 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 
the chaos for me comes in when I'm I'm done doing those daily challenges or weekly challenges or whatever. And, and I'm like, okay, well today I need to, you know, like work on the next adventure for my D and D campaign that, that is running, or, um, I have a little space and I had this idea a while ago and I really want to revisit it or, um, man, I really just, I really want to draw a skeleton today, you know, um, it just, it, so, and that's, that's really where the chaos comes in because, because I'm, I'm so just like, in the moment, what do I feel like making today? So this, I want to uh, uh, dig this uh, a little bit more. So sure. uh, you mentioned that uh, you have, you want to create something today, like based on some idea or some something that you're thinking at that moment. Uh, and mm -hmm. then uh, you might have recorded something close to that two years ago in mm -hmm. your sketches. Uh, do you just remember it or no. do you <laughs> okay okay no. so no. then so then so then uh how do you make sure you reach the that thing that you recorded two years ago in the fastest way possible is it um so I, but well that's just it i don't i don't remember right so um my my because i don't remember and because i don't um go go back to um those things it's more and I, I i have to function more in the moment i have to Just like because of my the way my brain works i i cannot recall like oh you know two years ago i drew this picture i mean and like i go to i go to events with my wife and i i draw um like sketches for people and i hand them out for free and and sometimes people like do a commission whatever and like a couple of years ago by and somebody comes up and they're like man scott you you drew this thing and it was it was so cool and blah 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 and they'll show it to me and i'm like i clearly rec recognize my style i do not remember drawing a single stroke of that piece of art okay um so so it's it like for me i have to work in a way that if i have the inspiration and i have the energy and i have the bandwidth i have to work on it as completely as possible before i drop it now that's that's not saying i never go back so one of the big challenges i have been facing in the last few years is i had been i've been doing these um inktober challenges for since 2017 okay so um uh, and my original idea was I was going to draw a map for everyone and then draw a related illustration. Then I'm going to write a little dungeon blurb and then all of that's going to be collected into a book. And, you know, we're, we're two and a half books down. I'm working on another, like I'm working on this year's right now, at least to get the ideas in the moment down. And then I'm going to have to go back to 2018, um, and finish that up and, and keep working now. Um, in going back to like the first time I did it, when I went back to 2017, I, there was like a word, there was a map and maybe a couple of like three words. And I'm like, what was I thinking, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but over time I've, I've learned, okay, these are the triggers that I need to include to make this come to fruition. I need to, I need to make the map. I need to keep the sketch around. I need to make a blurb, like a one or two mm. sentence line that kind of describes what's happening, you know? Mm. So like, um, 
uh, one of the words in in this year's Inktober was scallop, right? And I thought, you know, wouldn't it be neat to have the, so I did a little reading on scallops and I said, wouldn't it be amazing to have these giant land scallops that float across the landscape and eat people, right? Um, so I, I drew a sketch of the concept and then I drew, um, uh, and in, in that sketch, I wrote two or three sentences that said something like, um, the land scallops of such and such place uh, were not a problem, but they've since, you know, bred a lot and, and are now threatening the region. Um, and so, you know, and I drew that sketch as a, as a pre-idea, like, I don't know, three weeks ago. So scallop just happened on the fifth, I want to say. Um, and so... Uh, I, I sat down and I, I looked at the sketch, I saw the words and I was like, oh yeah, I need to draw like a little village being attacked by, like for the map, I need to have a village where the scallops can attack um, and fight the players so that they can, they can have this. So, okay, I need to draw a little village. So good to go. I've got the sketch. And, and so the map's done now, the sketch is done now, the words are set and recorded in my Google Doc. And so when I am ready to go back and, and finish this book, I have all of the components I need hmm. that I can just like like write out the the um, thing and and finish the, the kind of piece of art. kind of like your parts list for um... yeah I have to I have to if I'm gonna be able to return to an old project like that I have to have enough of the pieces that I can reconstruct where I was right. mentally at the time right. um, or I'm just starting to over again you right. know right Great. So now let's talk about the creation part. So, sure. uh, so now you are in the uh, moment of creating something. Uh, mm -hmm. What? Uh, so, I will tell you what I experience uh, sure, while yeah. while creating. So, usually it, the creation goes in two steps. One is you quickly build a prototype of what you want to create, mm -hmm. and then while building the prototype, what's actually happening is the actual creation that mm -hmm. that you are imagining actually gets built in your head first mm -hmm. right and then uh, then the next part comes is where you basically work on removing unnecessary stuff so that you mm -hmm. actually uncover the creation that you have in your head hmm. uh, so uh, in films is very evident because when you are making a film uh, the film yeah. is already ready in my head before i shoot mm -hmm. it Yes. Right? Yes. So, so then when I shoot it, and then when I when I have a this huge mess of like audio and video files in front of yep. me, yep. All all that needs to happen now is for me to make sure the I uncover the film that I'm already seeing yep. in my head from that mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. I totally understand. I actually took a film uh, when I was in college, so I, I I completely understand. Yeah, it's a lot of like removing the the chaff to try and and expose. The, the story within or whatever right. ever it is. You leave a lot on the on the cutting room floor. Right. I totally get that. I feel but, that to to sorry, go ahead and no, I was yeah, just asking, I mean, do you feel, uh, do you, do you experience the same or you, your process is little no. different? Okay. Okay. No, I mean, like, I know the feel and I've, I, when I was in, when I was doing film, like I, I totally, like, I, I get that. I've been there. Um, I feel that for me, um, there's, there's, uh, creation for me is more of a matter of, um, well, let me, let me take you through the, through my journey. So mm -hmm. what I'll do is like, I'll, I'll come up with an idea, pre-visualization. I've got my idea of, of 
giant scallops eating people. Okay, cool. Um, I want to uh, gather my my resources, my reference, all of that, set that down, do a few sketches of make sure I get it right, um, and then do the basic layout. Um, probably hate it, do two or three more layouts until I'm happy with it. So, so I like there isn't there isn't a finished idea in my head when I'm doing the sketch out, the layout and all of that stuff. In fact, uh, almost certainly my first two, three ideas are garbage and I need to, to get them out of the way and then, and then start working, like break through those kind of standard habits and, and into something actually creative and interesting. Um, after that, it's, it's, uh, once I have my sketch laid out and I'm, I'm happy with the angles and the like the camera angle and I'm, I'm happy with the position of the elements and I'm happy with the layout and I'm happy with everything, um, I'll start in and start inking it. And then I approach what I call um, the moment of doubt. Okay. And for me, there's, there's, there's kind of two things competing at the same time. The first one is um, getting into a groove where I've just kind of like mindlessly in, in, you know, kind of Zen drawing. I'm not really thinking, I'm just making the art and producing. Um, but at the same time, I need to take a step back and look at what I'm doing and make sure I'm still aligned with my sketch, making sure I'm improving what needs to be improved, you know, that kind of thing. Somewhere along the way, um, there's, there's this valley of despair, this moment of doubt when you look at it and it is just ashes. The whole picture is just a piece of garbage. You just want to like throw it out, just stop. It's terrible, right? It's it, like, it's never going to work. It's not going to get to what you want. And for me, um, like it took me quite some time to realize that I, I, I need to push through that. I have to keep going. Um, and, and once I can break through that, I can finish the piece. And then if I, if I can successfully break through it, finish the piece and look at it, I'm like, this came out better than I imagined. Um, and and I'm, I'm usually pretty happy with it. Um, then, you know, God forbid, I look at it two, three years later, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? You know? <laughs> but, um, but like, that's all part of the, the creative evolution too, because, because as you grow as a creator, as you grow as an artist, you, you learn better techniques, you figure out what works better. And, and um, you can look back and say, you know, I, I did that then. And that was a lesson. And I, and it was through making this, this piece of art that people still love. I now hate I've gotten to a place where I'm able to make better art. Um, so, so for me, if if I was to say anything, it's a lot of it's a lot of refining, and a lot of just kind of um, finding finding the lines. Um, I need to I need to take the time to pull it out, pull out the lines, um, and and figure out where they are. So um, that's that's a lot of it. I think um, there's I, I do want to mention that that. Uh, like that's that zen space that that kind of mind blank like it's um it's it's something i've talked to other people and some artists totally do it it seems and other artists don't as much um where they're just kind of like entering the space where their their hand is moving their the, the back brain is driving it and they're just not really not thinking about what they're doing and maybe that's why i don't remember drawing the sketches you know um when people come back and i'm, I'm just, i don't remember drawing it because I, I my front brain didn't draw it my back brain did i don't know um so one of the things that i 
uh, really appreciate about digital technology is um, I feel that digital technology has afforded uh, creators uh, to make a make a choice rather than a decision. And mm. um, what I mean by that is like when everything was analog earlier, uh, if you put a stroke of paint on a canvas, mm-hmm. you had to make a decision, right? To to yeah. to because if you if you don't like it, mm-hmm. and if you want to try a variation of it, you had to. St- restart like you have to start with another eh, kind of i mean it depends on your depends on your medium but i hear where you're going right um i i feel that 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 pen and ink and which is my pr- uh, primary medium is a lot less forgiving than paint a lot of paints depending on on type of paint um uh is very very forgiving like oil mm. paint most forgiving at all of all acrylic paint somewhat less forgiving uh watercolor you can fix some mistakes, but other mistakes you are stuck with, right? Mm. Um, pen and ink, like if you lay a line down and it's wrong, you've got to live with it or you've got to find some way to hide it, right? <laughs> um, you know, and and in back in the days of yore when, you know, uh, <laughs> you know like when, when people were like, Photoshop, what's that? Like, man you could look at ink work and you could see white out and gouache yeah. covering up ink work um because like a line would be bad or a series of lines would be bad and you, you just couldn't you couldn't handle it in fact in, in uh, uh, additionally like um advertising or production print ink work you could see where where people would would draw something and they they hated it they would draw a separate redraw on a on a little piece of paper and then paste it into <laughs> over the original art it was really wild <laughs> right so that's what i'm saying like uh the 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 thing that i was mentioning that how do you make a choice is because mm-hmm. if if you instead of putting it on paper where it's inherently destructive uh mm-hmm. art, you uh with digital technology what you can do is you can create something you can create mm-hmm. a copy of it make a yep. variation mm-hmm. make something and then now you have a choice you have yep. a choice of choosing between the two and both are in its original form so mm-hmm. um so do you uh, how has digital technology impacted your own creation process um yeah wow that's like that's such a, such a deep question <laughs> um i mean no really like um like i think i think for, I mean, I imagine a lot of your 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 guests will talk about, oh well, you know, I you know I did I did Photoshop or before Photoshop I did I did airbrushing and then I mm. did Photoshop and this and this and this, and and like tools are tools, you know, like eventually you're gonna adapt as a creator um, to one tool or the other, and so that's 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 great, and you're right, it is there is a choice, like do I like this line? No, I'm gonna undo it and I'm gonna redo it until right. I get it right. Um, or I make a slight variation. Do I do I want copy A where the character's eyes are open, copy B where they're closed, or you know whatever? Um, and and you know that's you're right. It's it's the beauty and the joy of of digital um, digital art. But it's also some would argue the the downfall because there's 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 a kind of soullessness in it, right? There's because it can be infinitely copied. Um, 
what what value in the original is there is there even an original there like you mm -hmm. said that you now have two orig originals you're right you know so I, you know i i kind of i i i, I want to shy away from kind of coming down with a judgment one way or the other um but like as far as digital technology in the grander scheme, I would say it's it's profoundly changed my life, mm -hmm. and that's to say that that um, social media, um, uh, digital media, being able to reach out to your audience um, from in, in in a more organic manner is has because i mean understand i'm old enough that i come from the days of yore when when the internet was literally shipped to you in the mail on aol cds <laughs> right um you know when when people were like i don't I, what's this google thing when google wasn't even a dream you know so um i i in in that sense um my life pre-internet was like creators were gatekept like blocked by publishers, producers, and that kind of thing to pre be prevented from um, writing or creating or reaching their niche audience. Digital media, digital creations, digital outlets and, and social media, all of these have, have empowered and enabled people to, to reach and find those niche markets and find those niche, those niche um, audience members to find creators. It's, mm. it's, it's a game changer. Uh, what's the biggest challenge you face in your creation process? Um, my biggest challenge is, um, like, I, I, I don't think I'll ever have a problem creating or coming up with ideas. If I ever need to, I, I can just farm old ideas um, or rehash new ones. You know, um, my biggest challenge is is kind of the inherent chaos of, of my life and my brain, right? That um, I struggle to um uh be organized enough to build those audiences to create um the same kind of artwork or the same kind of content on a regular enough basis um it's kind of kind of the downside to digital because everything is an option you tend to get good at a lot of different things mm -hmm. and so you you like today i have created this lovely piece of 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 ink work and it's gorgeous it took me 38 hours to complete everybody's like this is the greatest thing ever hooray um and then tomorrow i have now created this piece of line work that i have painted and all of the people who love the ink work are like oh, that's cool <laughs> you know um so it's it's for me, it's really hard to kind of stick with or because I, I would get bored. I get bored doing the same kind of art over and over again or the same kind of stories, or, you know, whatever. It just, I just, I, I struggle. And then, so that leads to how do I find those niche markets? How do I find those those audience members? How do I get out at a regular basis and a regular to, to provide what people seem to want, you know? I kind of uh, have experienced similar thing with digital and especially with cloud technologies mm. that you have tremendous access to create things much faster. Yes. And that's why what happens is uh, because I want to try every single thing because I, I right? want to, right? <laughs> and, it, and it's like 
I lose focus. Like I, uh-huh. I and uh, the one downs, one good thing about digital technology and cloud technology is it has allowed me to get uh, understand where I get bored faster. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But but it has also. Uh, made me lose my focus because, right. because because now I'm like in ten different things. Like I, I have mm-hmm. ten Instagram accounts. I have this. I have that. And I want to yeah. like consistently create stuff for all of them. And, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't. And I lose focus. And uh, it's it's something. It, it's it's kind of like a downside and upside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's 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 very freeing to be able to create what you want when you want and and not have to spend days, weeks, months, or months trying to create it. But on the other hand, yeah, I created this thing. It only took me, you know, eight hours, but uh, tomorrow I'm going to make something entirely different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful, but it's painful. Yeah. Um, uh, One, uh, so let's talk about the post creation process. Uh, We only have five minutes left. So let's, uh, let's talk about that. So um, the, the post creation process where, how do you release your creations into the world how do you distribute uh-huh. them and how do you market them okay so currently um very briefly i um i don't i don't distribute as well as i should um i am currently right now this moment um outputting to instagram and instagram um automatically shares to tumblr to my facebook to um itself uh, back on my iPad for whatever alien reason, it makes duplicates of everything, which is fun. Um, but uh, it that that's kind of right now my current focus. Um, uh, my wife, bless her golden soul, is has been trying to drag me kicking and screaming into um, newsletter marketing and email marketing. And I, I, I want to, it's a bandwidth issue, it's a focus issue, it's, it's a challenge for me. Um, so, so uh, trying to get the focus and again, you know, the, the, drill down to what do I want to produce and be known for um, without having being known for everything um, is kind of kind of the challenge for me there. That said, um, I, I've, I've, I feel like I've, I've had a lot of success. And again, I, I blame my beautiful, wonderful wife um, because uh, with her publishing company and her like, Scott, you, dude, you need to get a book done, you need to get this done and you need to complete it. I'm able to focus and complete the book. I hand the, 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 um, all of the files over to her. She assembles it and then pushes it out through her, her publishing company. It gets released on Amazon and I don't really have to worry about it so much. Hmm. And for, uh, publishing to social media, do you use any, uh, scheduling tools or anything like that? Or you just, I should really learn you? how to. no i mean like i mean like i hold down i don't hold down a day job and i need to pay pay the bills right so i have limited amount of time and and where do i invest that time do i invest it in in creating and keeping myself sane or Mm. do i take the time to to kill my soul and and learn you know whatever i need to learn to get it out there and actually make other people happy it's it's 
you know, catch 22. And how do you record your own creations? Like, do you have like a catalog of your creations where you record everything? As, as I'm, as I'm building different things, I've been creating, um, I have, I have spreadsheets galore. Uh, I have, over, <laughs> I have created over 200 um, individual D and D cartoony monster tokens. Um, <laughs> And, and I have a ridiculously large spreadsheet that tells me exactly where they are in the creation process. Sketch, scan, ink, color, published, or colored, resized, published, what platform it was published on. But I also haven't touched that in, since before the pandemic, so. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, thanks a lot, Scott, for your time. It was great talking with you. Mm -hmm. Ashay, it has been fantastic, and I really enjoyed speaking with. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, this is this has been a pleasure. So, have a wonderful day and stay safe. You too. See ya. Mm -hmm. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you are a creator, I would love to talk with you. Please connect with me through my website or social media. See you in the next episode.